0: You're listening to the A Scully cast brought to you by www.ascully.com. And here are your hosts, A Scully and Sid Talk. We're on a very strange time zone here because uh, normally we would have put the podcast out by now, but it's 2.40 in the morning. What, what's happened? Why have we got all skewed off?
1: We slept all day.
0: That must be it. (laughs) So, um...
1: All day it was raining and dark, and so we just drifted off When I woke up, it was like the
0: middle of the night to me, because it was... Well, it was 8 o'clock. Correct. (laughs) Anyway, um, better late than never. I don't... Well, we're not really late, but anyway... Yeah, we're
1: grown people, and we do sleep through the day sometimes, so there.
0: Correct. And it's, uh... So I was gonna say, welcome to After the Show, number 96. Uh, today is Sunday, November the 15th, but I would be lying, because it's actually Monday, November the 16th. Um... The movie we're going to be looking at this week is actually three movies. It's um, a Blu ray release called, officially called, Kevin Smith Three Movie Collection. It's a Blu ray box set featuring three of Kevin Smith's movie, movies, three Miramax movies of Kevin Smith. Is
1: Kevin Smith an actor? Is Kevin Smith. He's an di- di- actor uh... and
0: director. Anyway, uh, yeah. You say
1: it definitively as if everyone knows who Kevin Smith is. Correct.
0: Actor-director Kevin Smith, most probably most famous from Clerks. He he did Clerks, uh, and he's Jay and Silent Bob characters. Anyway, the three movies that come in this box set are Clerks, Chasing Amy, and Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back. Um, We took a really close look at Chasing Amy because it's the 15th anniversary collector's edition. Um, Chasing Amy's my favourite Kevin Smith film, I'll just say this. Um... And this is a new edition of it that with extras that had not been seen before. So we, we took a look at that. So we'll, we might discuss the other two movies a little bit here, but on, we'll do it more in the uh, written review one. Okay. You know, look into the other two movies. Is that
1: your direction to me <laughs> as the, as, written, as the written writer Correct. person? You will be writing more about the other movies, so, just so you know.
0: So the three movies, Clerks, 1994, wow. Chasing Amy, 1997, and Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back, 2001. Uh, this box set is out in 2009 obviously it's out on Blu-ray from Disney slash Miramax on Tuesday the 17th of November so that's this Tuesday um, tomorrow correct because it's <laughs> already it. and uh, it's a Blu-ray and it's actually quite a it's, it's about I've seen it for $55 on Amazon right now it's three movies those movies are all available separately also for $25 each so the, the box is quite a deal if you haven't already got Because Jane and Silent Bob Stripes Back has already been out on Blu-ray for a while. So maybe if you're a fan, you already bought that one. These other two are actually new releases. The Clerks and the uh, Chasing Amy.
1: New releases as in more bonus features and
0: stuff? The features we just watched on the Chasing Amy are absolutely brand new. I mean, you know that because they were brand new. (laughs) I Mm. mean, talking today. And the Clerks um, Blu-ray here in this box set... Is basically the Clerk's X, uh, which was the 10th anniversary of Clerk's, with one new added documentary, which is an interesting one because it's a feature length documentary about the making of Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back, but it's on the Clerk's disc. But that's the extra on that one that's new. Anyway, so it's a three box set, and you're going to tell us about the movies, or Kevin Smith in general.
1: Kevin Smith. Well, first, let me start by saying that when you and I first met on the internet, 1998, one of the, I mean, obviously the reason we started talking to each other was talking about movies. Just, I won't give you the whole story, but that was the very first thing we were talking about. X-Files, because we were both a big fan of the first portion of the X-Files world. And movies. And you sent me a list of your favorite movies saying you must watch these movies. On that list were Every Kevin Smith movie Up to that point
0: Wasn't it Clerks?
1: It was Clerks Chasing Amy And Mallrats Because it was 1998 And all of them Were on there Now I have a very strong And I of course Being the like Oh my god I met this cool British guy on the internet And I'm gonna go watch All these movies Because he told me to And I'm uh," (laughs) well You know Eager to please And I'd already seen Lots of movies But you had a lot I'd never seen So I got Californication On there That was not A Kevin Smith movie But that was one of the others And these three movies Got them Watched no, them. that's
0: California.
1: California, right? California with a K. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. With a K.
0: Yeah. With Brad, Brad Pitt yeah, and yeah, yeah. Julia Louis. Really, K. actually, really good movie, I'm not Very, seen Yeah,
1: see, yeah, this was one of those movies. Mm-hmm. I watched it for you. It's well, cool. and I feel like this list was like a litmus test. You know, like, hmm, I'm gonna give her this list of movies, see what she thinks. If she doesn't like any of these movies, uh, you know, not really interested. Well of course I think I liked every single movie
0: spotting was one
1: spotting was at the top of the list In fact you brought me the book when you came And I completely fell in love Not only with Clerks But when I saw Chasing and Mallrats I loved I mean I, I can't help it I don't care what everybody says It's not great but I mean it's funny And I watched them in order Clerks, then Mallrats, then Chasing Amy I completely By proxy I believe Fell in love with you by kind of falling in love with this movie and thinking, like, how does this guy like it just because it's kind of like... Because Kevin Smith, as I'm talking about Kevin Smith, writes kind of, like, straight from his heart. Like, there's no stop sign between his brain and his keyboard, no. we'll say. It just falls out of him. And it's very honest and open and a lot of, like, he will say dick and fart jokes throughout his movies. It's a whole different kind of movie writing directing it's immature and yet with chasing amy it's some of the most i don't even think he realizes how deep he goes with some emotional stuff and i when i watched it I, all of them and all of the movies that you um, suggested particularly the kevin smith movies i got a, a view of you through that so i think that's and you, to this day are still a huge kevin smith fan I even though you to- haven't liked them all
0: no I have I, I, I am a massive fan Of Kevin Smith I'm, I'll go to say this I've <laughs> We got have a, a
1: wall Of Kevin Smith Signed I've got a sign, Spider-Man I've got
0: signed DVDs I've got signed, All kinds of uh, stuff I've
1: bought you Every action year I figures. Buy Action figures From the
0: movies You know what I'm saying uh, But Even myself I don't like All of his movies There's The latest The last one um, Zack and Mary Make a porn. I wasn't fond of it at all Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back Which is in this box set I'm not particularly fond of Either it's a bit too
1: raucous. Slapsticky. Yeah,
0: there's no meat to it for me. It's just stupid. And yet if, you, you know. see
1: past those things and you are a fan of that man.
0: And yes. of what he stands for. Yeah, toward. and I listen to his podcast every week. Right. Which we've mentioned before on yep. the show. He has a podcast where
1: It's he- like he's one of our friends that we've never met before. Isn't that weird? That's the way I yeah. just think of him because he's our contemporary age. I'm a little bit older than him, as you're a tiny bit older than him and yet you listen to him and he's just he just puts it all out there for you like mm-hmm. this to dude. And- I think we
0: talked about this last night that yeah. I said I can't think of anybody else in any form of anything show business anything who if who puts themselves out there so much like you know every single detail even down like to, it. even down to medical details about them
1: <laughs> yes you know? well he does his evening with Kevin Smith stuff right and as you're watching and he's telling stories and it is a unique experience so maybe I haven't seen a lot of those kinds of just
0: not shows. People it's not do stand-up
1: that. comedy, and it's not, and these movies aren't like. There's a lot of conflict, you know. I think in him and studio stuff, and what he actually gets to show in these movies, and part you know, all that kind of stuff. And yet, you're rooting for him like all the time. Like I just want everything he does to be to give him that boost of self-esteem and confidence that he needs so desperately and it's just like it's like i think he would feel like and i'm totally i have no clue whatsoever but like things are like a knock on him it's knocking me down and i've got to get back up again and this is knocking me back and and it's all because it's him laid out there on his movies in the dialogue in the characters so when those get rejected or aren't popular. Imagine, oh, yeah. it's like you are, I mean, every writer, director probably has that syndrome, but I mean, he f- I feel like it's all him. And if the world talks bad about him, you're actually picking at him. And oh, he's he affected by like things that. like that, isn't he? Yeah, both of them. He and Mosier. I mean, we got to talk about Mosier. They're a set, aren't they? So it's Mosier. And Scott Mosier, like I know him. I'm Who's talking, his
0: producer. Right,
1: his producer, best friend, and I would say that they're a team that cannot be, hopefully, ever separated. I don't know that for a fact,
0: but even Mo's doing his own thing, isn't he? He's doing a sh- children's show or something for mm-hmm. the BBC. Something right? we'll
1: have to keep on top of that. ABC. Any, anyway, let's, Disney.
0: let's go to this uh, box set. Uh, we, because we watched Chasing Amy just now, and we're going to discuss that one thoroughly, let's just get the other two out of the way. Okay, number one. Get him out of the way. Well, you know, <laughs> with what we're going to say here, because yeah, the yeah. written review will cover them. So yes. Clerks is the first movie in the box set. It's, it's his first movie. It's very low budget. It's very funny. It takes place in a convenience store called The Quick Stop.
1: Yeah, anything you want to know about it, it's got its whole own world of fans and information and back yeah. information. Just look it so up. So
0: basically, it's like an observational comedy. It takes place in a convenience store. Everybody will relate to it because you've either had a shitty job like that or you know somebody who has who has a shit, who's had a shitty job or has a shitty job If like you that, haven't had or a shitty or job Oh, you've been like in that, a convenience store. Yeah,
1: you should have you know? had in your life because yeah. it's very humbling. Cuz Dante as we meet goes through the whole day saying it was supposed to be his day off and shitty things keep happening and it's a lot of dialogue between he and Randall who It's just can you I can't even There's no I, way to describe I, I mean, it.
0: It's, it was made on a shoestring budget basically like cost nothing to make. Twenty-seven thousand He used his credit cards to fund it. It got picked up in a film festival. This is the background I'm phenomenon. saying. You can look up all this stuff. Yeah. Oh, oh you could listen to me tell you. <laughs> I've
1: heard it before. I've heard it all before. Not about you. What?
0: It's, it's about these people in the microphone.
1: Yeah, they can look
0: it up. Yeah, they they don't care whether you've heard it before. They they <laughs> might want to. hear it All right. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> it's also filmed in black and white. Uh, and one of the things about these movies on Blu-ray for me, um, I don't actually think it's hundred percent necessary no, that they're on Blu-ray. Totally. I am glad they're on the new format, and you've got we've got them. But um, you know, we just watched *Chasing Amy*. It it pretty much looks like the DVD. Mm-hmm. There's not really any difference, and that's not a fault of Blu-ray. It's it was filmed on the cheap. Fifteen years ago. Cheap film stock. Fifteen years ago. Um, soft looking. You know. These aren't movies you're going to be buying because they're on Blu-ray. These are movies that you just love and you want them in your collection. I think, with it being the Kevin Smith Free Movie Collection as well, I think you're probably already going to be a fan before you buy it.
1: Well, I know you could... I mean... This this has to be introduced... I mean, we have a nephew who's 13 when he's 17. um, I have nieces who are 24 and 21. They haven't necessarily watched... I think Ashley and you and I watched Kevin Smith movies one weekend when she was here, when she was like maybe 19 or 20. There's not there's always somebody new who's never seen it. So if somebody now go into the DVD store or has their go to Blockbuster Online or wherever they get their movies from and they see the new collection of Kevin Smith, you know, downloaded up from whatever. There's always gonna be somebody who's never seen it before.
0: But I think this set's aimed at the fans just because some of the stuff in there is brand new to anybody. And you know, that's how their fans that's how Kevin Smith's site ...says, you know... ...yes, you have bought these movies before... ...in fact, there's an introduction on the, uh, ...Clerks disc... ...where he stands there and says... ...I know you've already bought these movies... ...about three times already... ...you brought the special edition, you bought this... ...but this is the Blu-ray one... ...and, you know, he gives, like, his whole spiel... ...of why you should buy this movie again... ...even though you already have bought it... ...probably, if you're watching it... ...um... ...anyway, so... ...Clerks is on there... ...um... ...and then... ...the other movie is the third the what's your third. opinion
1: of Clerks I say it's really funny Clerks, and you totally get I mean if you get it you totally get it it's hysterical it's got moments where are classic
0: movie moments it's really hard to um for me because I'll you know I I like the, the first ones the best you know mm-hmm. Chase and Amy is definitely my favourite out of them all Um, but Clerks is really high up there too because it was the first one I saw yeah
1: and Clerks is unique so you can't really compare it to no. the others But no I think it's a gem you know
0: it's a gem yeah so yeah Clerks is there his very first films I think it's really good when you if you get if you want to start getting into a director to see the very first things they did first I I like that you know or to go back you know you see like Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings and then you go back and watch his early stuff and it kind of gives you a (laughs) appreciation it can make
1: you go like Holy crap.
0: Yeah. Why yeah. did anybody Sometimes. ever give
1: this guy any money? <laughs> <laughs> or it'll make you go like this guy needs to get back to that day when he was starting out and kinda get like, like what of Sam all the Hollywood did. bullshit. Right. And just yeah, cut With, to the chase.
0: You know, he did his he did his Evil Dead, he did his Spider Man and then he did his Drag Me to Hell, which is kind of taking it back to how he used to be. Still a Hollywood movie though. Still, but not the yeah. obvious, you know, not, he's not, he didn't go on to make, like, Iron Man or, you know, the next big... Yeah, yet. He no. <laughs> well, he's doing Spider-Man again, isn't he? Uh, so, the other disc is um, not... we'll get on to Chasing Amy in a bit, but the other one is Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back. It's one of my least favourite Kevin Smith films, just because it's, like, self-overindulgent um, stoner comedy, I would say, which it's not, you know, and there's a lot of dick and fart jokes in that one. I don't
1: remember those because you know what? I don't remember it very well at all. I was totally turned off by the whole... The chick who's in it. I don't like her at all.
0: You mean Kevin's wife?
1: No, no, no. Shannon somebody. Or whoever was from... Pie Fucker movie. (laughs) American Pie.
0: Shannon Elizabeth.
1: Yes. And she's not even in it much. I just... I'm not a fan, so... I'm not saying that made it. It's just a a combination of things. I mean, I sat through it and I had some funny... There was some haha because, you know, Jane Silent Bob, But fine just a funny pair but it was a very um
0: it's not my thing but I can see exactly why people loved it people loved it? his fans did yeah mm-hmm. I, I can see why because those characters are iconic if you're a fan of Kevin Smith and Kevin Smith actually is one of those characters by the way we didn't mention that
1: right but you are a fan of his and you didn't like it so no much. but
0: it's not his movies for me it's not about
1: fanboys
0: no I'm saying it's not about Jay and Silent Bob for me his stuff. Oh right! In right. fact, I think that's the almost the least interesting part of some of the movies. Like Chasing Amy has a scene with Jane, and Silent Bob in it. It's fine, and they did talk about it and said it would be fine without it. I actually agree it would be fine without it. It, it kind of works because it ties other movies. But with when it. you
1: first, when I first watched it, when I would already seen Clerks, and then I saw Mallrats, then I watched Chasing Amy, and you watch through the whole movie. and... Then it's kind of like it's tagged on for the sake of it, you know what I mean? Because Ben's character, Ben Affleck's character, has already come to a realization about this. He's struggling with it still, you know. It's difficult. If you always see the movie, you'll know what I mean. Um, I think
0: it works because
1: it works, but of there's the comic no and everything. Pr- right, but there's no. It doesn't do anything except it's tagged on. I to me because it's Jay and Silent Bob, and because Kevin Smith wants to relay. Because this story is essentially about him and this woman, and, you know, the heart of the movie is. Or are we still talking about Jane Silent Bob? Yeah. <laughs> we haven't moved on to Chasing Amy, have no. we? Well, then I'll wait.
0: But yeah, Jane Silent Bob Strikes <laughs> Back features a lot of. It's, it's kind of a slapsticky comedy, and it was like, you know, his fifth movie or whatever. Um, it's a big Hollywood movie. It's not a small budget, it's a huge budget. It's got Mark Hamill in it, for Christ's sake. It's got. Princess it's after, Leia in it. It's
1: after Dogma, which of course is Correct. not in this box set.
0: No, which I wish it would have been.
1: Because it was different company, right? Universal, was it, or something?
0: No, it was still Miramax. It just hmm. didn't happen to be in there. Universal was uh um, Oh, right. Hmm. I
1: don't
0: know. They just chose to put three <laughs> yeah. movies in the collection. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, it could have been the... Um, they could also have put Dogma, Jersey Girl, and Zack and Miri, because they're sure. all Miramax. Um, and Clerks too, Correct. So, maybe there's going to be another three-movie collection.
1: There should be a View Askew set, which has all the stuff that comes out of all these people. I'm
0: thinking but... maybe there'll be another three-movie collection. <laughs> three-movie collection 2, you know, <laughs> later next year or whatever. It's possible, because, I mean, there are three Gotta other... Gotta
1: milk the fans. Yeah. So, Jane Silent Bob, not your favourite, not my favourite.
0: But it's a, a lot of people love it. Absolutely love it. It did really well on home video, so... And it... I'm not saying it's not funny, because it is quite funny in parts. It's got a, it's a got, lot of cameos. No,
1: it's, it's not got heart, maybe, is the thing. The heart to it that the, all of his other stories seem to have. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. That thing behind the main character that is actually a kind of a human struggle in relationships and all that stuff is not And whereas
0: there. people hate Jersey Girl, but I see Jersey Girl as, like, possibly, as, you One know, second to clutch Chase and Amy, like, because it has a... You know, uh, interesting emotional story that's you can yeah. get behind, like you know, which is to- and totally different to chasing Amy because it's more of a father's thing rather than a it's a grown up story, mm-hmm. more grown up. Anyway, chasing Amy um, was the one that we just watched now, which is um, I am going to get it out just so awesome. we can have, it's got the same cover as it always did have on DVD and everything, but um, it's like the fifteenth anniversary, did we say? You did? Well, Clerks is...
1: Clerks is 20 now, isn't Clerks
0: it? Clerks is the 15th anniversary. Hmm. So, Chasing Amy will be the 10-year anniversary, right? Roughly. No. It was Ninety- made in 1997. Seven.
1: This is 2009. So,
0: it's 12 years. Yeah, tw- all right then. So, let's <laughs> say Chasing Amy's the 12-year anniversary. <laughs> it was probably... Know. You know what? I think because a lot of the documentaries and stuff were made as though it was 10 years old, I just didn't think it came... Right. He probably intended to release it a while back, but it never got released. Anyway, it's a special edition, *Chasing Amy* on Blu-ray, for the first time. The, we watched the movie. My, you can know it's one of my favorite movies. I have the poster right next to my projection yes. screen downstairs. You know, it's been there since
1: we forever. moved here.
0: Yeah, um,
1: had to take pride of place right next to the. It's my screen f- that I built lovingly. The her face just right there
0: and I will uh, gush over this movie because it is my favourite I can honestly say my favourite out of all of them um, I think it's a movie with heart I think for the amount of money it costs it's really you know movies that cost billions of dollars you know millions of dollars romantic comedy style type movies are no, nowhere near it you know I can't even think of a one I'd rather watch like any other romantic comedy to be honest and it is a romantic comedy, but kind of more a, bit, a little bit more adult. It's not it's not Hollywoody. let's say that. Right. It's kind of rough, you know? Is that it? I mean, to think of it compared to like a Sandra Bullock comedy or something.
1: Yeah, I think Van Affleck of... said, you know, it's like raw, and yeah. that's a good word. I'm not trying to copy, but if you're looking for a way to describe it, it is that. It's like... But that is... If you want to, like, try to describe Kevin Smith and maybe this will answer to him why he isn't like Mr. Steven Spielberg. If in his mind he needs to be rocketed to that kind of, you know, fame and fortune and all that kind of stuff. Because he lays his guts out in almost every movie. Everything you ever hear him talk about, his stand-up things that he does, his podcast. He just puts his guts out there. Right? and that's what you can't hardly describe about chasing amy jersey girl the things that make them like it just gets in you like up you know that story where you yeah. just identify and all the everything is good every person is good I have to be honest we'll get to the cast in a bit but i don't remember liking everyone as much as i did today when i rewatched it again for probably like i've got the to 10 say time. also
0: this is um 12 years after we watched it i mean we did what We bought the DVD whenever that came out. So Mm -hmm. we saw it then also. And I saw it another time. In fact, the first day I got my projector, I Mm -hmm. watched it. Um, So I've seen it a few times over the last 10 years. But, you know, this is 12 years on. And I watched it today. And it wasn't like I saw it fresh or anything because I remember everything about it. But I don't sit there thinking, okay, I get this. I don't... I want it to be over. I actually want it... When it get near the end, I was kind of like, oh, it's going to finish. Oh, we do,
1: completely. Yeah. In fact, every scene that is, as it's happening, I'm mourning the end of it. Because yeah. I'm like, oh, I just love this part. Can't, hopefully they've stuck in some more. <laughs> like, I don't want it to go the way it goes. I don't want it to, I mean, I don't mean that. I mean, I don't want what I know a scene is about to end. And every scene is quality. I was going to say, scene. I feel
0: like it's a real tightly edited movie that they cut the fat completely. Cause yeah. There isn't any parts where you kind of go, oh, God, I hate this bit.
1: No, and when in the retrospective thing, well, not retrospective, but in the extra where he's talking about it, and then it shows a few clips of kind of like throughout the movie, it's quite epic. Really. I mean, I know it's encapsulated in probably a short period of time, maybe a few weeks of time in their life, and there's not, you don't go a lot, you don't think you're going a lot of places. No. But you think about all the moments. They're just awesome quality. The sets are awesome, and I get a certain flashback to a simpler time. Like, my 20s, hanging out in bars, the kind of, that word raw, again, of relationships and trying to struggle your way through, like, figuring out life and all those long conversations you'd have with people, philosophical bullshit. You knew nothing about life Mm -hmm. when you were 25, you know what I mean? Nothing. You know nothing. And yet you wax on and on about shit. And... That seems more innocent, and yet they're dis- You know, obviously, there's sexual elements to it. That's it's just really kind of prickly in terms of like makes me feel young again to think of all that. I don't know even know how to describe it. I was going to say like, it's, it's ex- a coming of age
0: kind. of. Uh, and we've now explained what the movie's about. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's actually
1: I just assume everybody knows.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's Jason. Amy is a movie that. On the surface, you might think it's about one thing, but actually underneath it, it's not about It's about a man's... Um, what would you say?
1: it uh, falls in love with a woman.
0: Well, I was going to say, it's about a man's sexual insecurity. Mm-hmm. I.e., Kevin Smith.
1: That's what Kevin Smith <laughs> says it is, yes. Yeah. And that is what it is.
0: Um, But the, but the story on more basic terms, like Moja said, is like...
1: no sexual insecurity like you can't get it up. No. Sexual insecurity as in... <laughs>
0: Man's bullshit in his real, like real. How how you can it can kind of de- a man can destroy a relationship with his own bullshit
1: because of a woman's past, yeah. When people she's been with or things she's done. Say,
0: similar topic to what was covered in Clerks, actually.
1: Yes, entirely.
0: Yeah. So do you all- have that? No.
1: If I were to recount to you every sexual... Well, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> Do you not want to hear it because of that? Or you don't want to hear it because it's like none of your business? Or because you just not... Both. Maybe. That's awesome. <laughs> that's so awesome. I want to reach over there and kiss you. Because that's... All, that is... That would put his... He would want to be there in his mind. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. To where it doesn't matter to me at all. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter to me about your past doesn't matter to you and so that's what it's kind of delving in is that he was so insecure about a girlfriend's past that he brings it out in this character
0: and it ruins the relationship right and he's done that in real life and that's what the movie's about whereas there's also another thing which is about
1: there are like three elements going on the friendship between the two men who've been friends their whole lives and how and it's true When you bring that third person, someone into, like, if if you're best friends with someone. And then they get a girlfriend. Yeah, they get a girlfriend or a boyfriend. You have, you were before this tight-knit thing.
0: And then you get pushed out. You
1: get pushed out, you get rejected, and you're kind of like the little puppy that's expected to just hang in there. And follow, follow, follow. And yet, and you see... All the flaws in the relationship. You see what's wrong with that person and why your friend should or shouldn't, but then you have to think as you mature, you realize, hmm, am I finding real faults?
0: Or am am I just just jealous? jealous, And that's why this movie is deep on a lot of layers, because there's the layers of. I mean, it's not really spoiling anything. No. To say that the Ben Affleck character falls in love with a lesbian. Right. Who. Would ordinarily not be interested in men.
1: Right. And that's another element of her. Like as a person. Identifying yourself with the feelings and the emotions of whatever. Heterosexual, homosexual, whatever it is. That is who you are. And yet the journey she takes in life is trying trying to find the person that she loves. And it's not about fucking men or fucking women. It's actually about finding someone the right person for her, and that's a whole other. That's a bigger issue. Even I think he doesn't even understand. I don't even know if he knows to this day what depth there is to what. what he consulted I really with a real lesbian. He can consult with me <laughs> about. No, I'm the saying image. he consulted with a real True. lesbian.
0: He knows what he's a saying. real lesbian. He's like, like yeah, she, I have this lesbian. Like, yeah, but the
1: funny part about that is <laughs> like that lesbian, that lesbian, like she as a lesbian, and then the the two gay men that he had near him, that they encapsulate or somehow represent all um, homosexuals <laughs> yeah. but like if he said or had a lot of dialogue and they go oh no that's not representative of you know the gay or lesbian community I'd be like how, the, how do you know this
0: one of my favourite lines and parts in the movie slightly spoilerish so if just stop listening for a few seconds is <laughs>
1: skip hit, put your button um, one time
0: I mean this is a 12 year old movie we're talking about correct? Here, so I don't feel like I'm spoiling something Anyway, one of my favourite things in the entire movie... And it hits me every single time. It's just a really... Is... Ben Affleck confesses his... Like he stops the car and tells her that he's in love with her, essentially. And they were just friends up to this point. You know, a lesbian girl and a a dude. But he's in love with her and he tells her. And they have this kind of interaction in the rain. But my favourite part of that whole dialogue is where... She says you don't understand... It's not just I can't just you know, I'm a lesbian, I can't just be in love with you. And he says, Oh, they all every relationship takes a period of readjustment. <laughs> yeah. And the way she reacts to that I love that scene. That that is my favourite part of the entire movie.
1: Oh that, wow.
0: Because you feel from her that like He totally doesn't You're get- just not not just that, like you you're belittling my entire sexuality. Like you're like I don't just. I can't just switch it over. It doesn't happen immediately, like because he was just saying, You'll "I'm in adjust. love with you."
1: You'll adjust yeah, to the fact did. that I'm a man and you're attracted to him But I feel
0: it from her, and oh, totally,
1: she's awesome. I mean, we'll get to that, but I mean, I, I wouldn't have said that twelve years ago. And now,
0: I don't think you liked her when you I first didn't... started. You said she was kind of whiny, and you didn't. True. Whereas I always liked her, you know, and but when I watched it back today you know different older head on my shoulders she kind sometimes I feel that she's paged oh, paged dialogue is coming out of her oh yeah if you know what I'm saying like, kind of yeah but then I think to myself is that because I know this dialogue so well it feels like somebody's reading it to me should, just, should, yep I know
1: that exactly can come what you mean. into
0: you because I'll be watching it and I'm I know this speech I know what she's gonna say you know, when she comes to the door and she says, and she does the thing where yeah, she yeah. says, that kind of always came across to me, kind of.
1: Yeah, but think about this. She had just met him in a bar the night before, first time, chit-chat, had a funny time explaining, you know, and then he finds out she's a lesbian and all that. And then you think about this. So, that was the night before, and he takes off from the bar, and she's kind of looking like, look, at even as he leaves, you can see the expression on her face, like, hmm. A little disappointed. So think about this. Think about the time we don't see. That whole night that she has, and then up to the afternoon when she comes over, she's thinking about it. How am I going to approach this guy because he obviously left because he found out I'm gay, and that means he's probably attracted to me. And for some reason, I'm a little bit interested, too. I can't just show they, up and go hi also so they, they I a... think she's been rehearsing that little spiel in her mind yeah yeah like and I want to be funny I want to be some
0: kind but then of, other, like, other lines she delivered I thought, like now even I plus feel...
1: she's a writer remember she writes her own comic book so she's already you have to assume yeah, she yeah. already has a flair so the for... first
0: yeah yeah so I don't no, but no what I'm saying is I've always liked her and I liked her even more this time around because I can't I definitely she, did her and Ben Affleck the scenes that they do, even the scenes that aren't really emotionally charged. Like there's a, there's a scene where they're sat on a, in a park on swings and mm-hmm. they're talking about sexual. Like it's one of them things. Like this this man has never had a lesbian friend, so he's wants to ask about kind lesbian of dopey stuff.
1: Dopey curiosity.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like what, so what the lesbians are, and even that it comes across as real sweet, even though it's like a. Odd, odd, she's talking discussion. about fisting You know the still. funny thing is
1: he, Kevin Smith talks about he wrote the script And he made them practice and memorize every word he's, Now I've always been under the impression That a lot of it was improvisation
0: Yeah this one doesn't sound like no. And
1: he says it isn't no, so he I, said it was. I've always thought that That they've come up with those funny little quibs And little tit and, you know, back and forth things I think he's Like a dictator isn't he? <laughs> well, <laughs> And yeah. the fact that now knowing that It makes it even more interesting, and it does make it feel a little bit more contrived than if I'm thinking of an actor sitting there riffing off each other. And I hate that term because it's so boring and overused. But now looking at it, you think, yeah, So a lot of it sounds packaged. Some of the dialogue. Not the big emotional stuff. I think it's actually quite flowing. Not all the time. Because like she says, as herself in the interviews or whatever, that he writes it more articulately than you would want to if you're wanting to scream and yell at somebody in the middle of a fight yeah, he just writes a, it better it right? wouldn't be quite
0: as good right?
1: Like, but it still seems to flow right yeah. you know but not, now knowing that none of it was improv or at least from my impression it's quite interesting
0: yeah that's definitely not how Kevin Smith works he, he, in fact he kind of chastised them for yeah. not remembering the lines he was yeah and I've, I've heard lots of conversations with him about him getting pissed off with Jason Mewes um and Jason Mewes surprising him that one time by actually Memorizing the whole being movie. better than everybody, yeah, <laughs> like just coming Which on the show. Was that Clerks? I thought that was No, that was. was further on, wasn't it? Wasn't it like he wasn't even in Jersey Girl, was he?
1: Mm I thought it was Clerks actually.
0: But Yeah. But uh yeah, Jason Amy is um a classic of its, it's also I can't pinpoint like
1: dogma i think because the studio didn't want him because at that point he was heavy in the heroin thing and had been oh they Maul didn't Rock. want him i might have been i can't
0: remember now but i remember listening to on a commentary where they said yeah like, jason muse
1: they had no confidence in him and
0: then he came on and just was better than anybody else well he
1: had memorized everybody's parts yeah not just his own yeah so that was kind of interesting
0: but um like you know this is a movie from the 90s i'd and we were saying there's parts of this movie where we was going, wow, they're using a payphone. Yeah,
1: and- there's. N- he had a pager, He's got a
0: pager, yeah. and
1: then he used a cell phone, and, no, and nobody phone. has a cell phone, and that's only twelve years
0: ago. Yeah, and and you know those uh, the cordless phones in the houses because because yeah. cordless phones had only just come out, and they had giant antennas yeah. on them; and they were no, really picture. big,
1: like holding a brick in your hand. Yeah,
0: yeah. So that kind of dates it a little, but not too much. Doesn't though.
1: stand out crazy like to me.
0: It, it does any movie to me where somebody says, "I got to go and use a payphone," it kind of. It's just so things have changed, don't they? You know, yeah. like teenagers have a cell phone now. I mean,
1: it's actually be kind of hard to write a story modern day. You mean, if, and it would be? Re- I think it's really boring to include a, the flood of technology that we live, we all live with every day. But watching it in a movie with everybody, you know, getting their text message, it's just boring. It's like, but it'll be hard to write without that because then it seems a little bit
0: out of sync. The cell, yeah. I bet. Script a write. movie
1: about somebody who refuses to have a computer or if a cell phone or any of that would be a awesome a luddite not somebody who doesn't like it just somebody who just realises and the truth is it's all a lot of bullshit you don't have to be in contact with the whole world all the time Oh, off topic but
0: I was going to say um, <laughs> cell phones I bet script writers, when cell phones came out they were like oh. but there were some scripts that got finished that day they were like I just couldn't figure out how I could get my character to be in touch with somebody <laughs> in the middle of the desert. <laughs> but now... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's what I'm
1: saying. Well, how boring is that?
0: Yeah. So There's no
1: cell phone, Adam. That'll be fine. Anyway,
0: let's get on to the cast of uh, Chasing Amy specifically. Um, so we've got Joey Lauren Adams as uh, Alyssa Jones, who is the main female character we was just talking about. Mm-hmm. She received a Golden Globe nomination, nomination. for this part. Um and I haven't seen her in much it's kind of funny because you see her in the extras and I'm like wow I've not seen her since this movie I
1: think that she the way it sounds maybe she's just in independent movies although I have it I am to be right here what do you think about her now after all these years what did you think about her when you first saw her
0: what in another movie
1: no in Chasing Aim
0: you mean back in 1990 uh huh I never seen her before then either had you She was in something that they said after that, just after that.
1: Dazed and Confused?
0: Yeah, I've never seen that. I've still never seen, have you seen Dazed and Confused? It's one of the real popular movies, wasn't it, that one? Um, Wasn't that, who was in that?
1: Which one, Dazed and Confused? Yeah. I don't know, I've never seen it.
0: Wasn't it Sean Penn and all them people? Like a comedy, right? I don't know, I've
1: never seen it. I don't have any idea what it's about
0: I always thought it was like <laughs> one that you would love like it was like a seminal movie for Americans Dazed and Confused
1: no I've never even seen it I thought it sounded like meh and never watched it really? no never
0: <laughs> see because every time I see a DVD release of it come out people are like oh my god it's out at last you know I can't wait I can't wait to see it again <laughs> it was like the best thing at high school when I was in high school and it was out And no? no Isn't it wasn't it...
1: out when I was in high was school it ca- was it?
0: no maybe not you People who I read about.
1: Younger people. So
0: uh,
1: <laughs> I'm just so, looking to see what she's in. She's in lots of stuff, looks like. She was in The Breakup, which we I have not seen. Have you? No. She was the girlfriend, as she said, sort Big of Daddy. begrudgingly, in Big Daddy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. She's been in Veronica Mars. And no, person. I
1: did not like her the first time I saw her. Oh, she was in Jane Silent Bob.
0: Yeah. As herself. She was at uh, coming out of the premiere, when they have the movie premiere. Right.
1: I did not like her the first time. I felt, when I first saw it, she was too, and I think you kind of said it with the, it felt like forced dialogue and over, overly young actress acting. And I'm not being insulting to her. I was 10 years younger as well. And didn't, you know what I mean? I was watching her thinking, you know, she just a little over the top sometimes with I don't know. But in this time, I've learned about people, and I think she actually nails the type of character that Alyssa Jones is. Yeah, she does. Insecure, but adventurous.
0: That's all you have to think but about But lost it, a
1: little bit, and always will really, be. damaged. A little bit damaged, not a little but bit. not Quite like a apologetic or poor me kind of damaged. Mm. In the way that I've just done so much shit in my life to find some kind of peace and quiet in my own mind. And so through that she's bigger than life sometimes and I didn't like that then and today watching it I'm complete reformed because I just thought and I have no other reason to have liked her any more or less at all. I just found her exactly on the money every scene really.
0: Yeah, I just and like I say, some some you know, if you don't watch it if you don't think of all that stuff, you might think that she the way she delivers stuff is a bit
1: yeah, but you really have to hone in on yeah. who she is, the character that she is,
0: so and she's awesome. Yeah, I really like her, and I thought I think it's well-deserved nomination-type um, performance because you know it's emotional performance. But there again, the guy who plays, her, if um, I didn't write down, interestingly enough, Ben Affleck.
1: <laughs> we can just ignore Ben who Affleck. He
0: plays Holden, <laughs> who is they're in. They're both in the same class. You know what I mean? The scenes between those two. I believe that those two people know each other and, you know, I believe those two people exist. That's what I'm saying. Right? Yeah,
1: yeah, and I actually think Kevin Smith, who he is and how he is, pulls out of people those more intimate things somehow gets them motivated to really dig. Now, that sounds really And this is Ben but... Affleck
0: before he became Armageddon mm-hmm. Ben Affleck. I mean, we're talking about Ben Affleck right near the beginning of his career. Yeah. Um, had he done good Will Hunting at that point? He said not. he had
1: sold, he had already sold the movie and yeah. bought a car yeah. and wanted to live in his car instead of living in the apartment while he was making this. So there's some, it's kind of a crisscross maybe there. I don't know that for a fact. I don't have the dates. But
0: him. he, um, I personally, and I've seen all, more, I think I've seen everything Ben Affleck's been in. This is my favorite. Taking away that I love Chasing Amy the movie, my favorite role of him. I also really like him in Jersey Girl. But this one especially, because I think it's a real showcase for him. I agree. Um, I mean, I
1: think he did an actually a good job in that last one that we saw. Yeah, he State did. State of play. Yeah. I mean, it was a whole different kind of thing, and yeah, he's Mr. Polished Actor guy now. But I mean, watching him in that had some. But
0: good this scene—the scene, gr- the scene in particular, the rain scene when when it comes up in Jason Amy. Just, yeah. Just watch that scene. And watch it again
1: Not even just that scene The scene when he gets The scenes where he and um, Banky have their Their tense moments Yeah that's They're both too. awesome I mean it's the most Honest kind You feel Even though it's like Super rehearsed dialogue and shit You still feel like They are giving you Moments that you've had In your life When you've just Exploded at a best friend Over pretty deep shit And there's no going back After that Like You can't undo mm-hmm. You know like if you and I were to ever actually have
0: a fight <laughs> like punching each other no
1: in no, yelling at each other for some deep emotional something or other and speaking you know?
0: of his friend Jason Lee Jason Lee uh, plays Banky Edwards you all know Jason Lee from My Name Is Earl probably that's probably where most people know him from which is
1: funny because I think I've watched one episode of it in my yeah, whole life yeah
0: me too and I was I don't know I didn't really get into it but um I, I don't know him from that I know him from Kevin Smith movies really exactly um but yeah, his performance is also—it's really deep. His character, because he's the character on the sidelines, like they—I don't think we explained—they both they both um, do comic books. They do a Create comic book together. A comic book, ones that
1: Ben Inca Affleck does the drawing,
0: and and uh, Bambi
1: does the. He outlines and colors. He's not an inker. Which oh, is that the technical term?
0: He uh, said something about add shade and <laughs> definition or something.
1: Real frustrated though. It's yeah, funny. You have to see it. It's like, you know, these are all iconic moments that we're just spewing out the exact same conversation that millions of other times have happened about but anyway, this movie.
0: Yeah, Banky's like on the sidelines watching his friend, in his mind, fuck up. Make like, a bad decision. Yeah, real that something that and then you And you don't know whether he's, Is it just because Like you say Is he a jealous friend Is he jealous Does he just want his friend to himself Correct You know
1: Cause then you really think about it And we've all done it you, Well maybe I don't know If you've ever had that But like when you have a friend And they're getting in a relationship And you're like Oh this is like There's no going back now Like they're gonna Then what if I do something To sabotage their relationship Because I want this person To myself again we're never going to be the same again anyway. Hmm. Because I've done something that maybe made them lose the person they should be with. I mean, there's a lot of shit going on there. (laughs) Yeah. And I think he pulls up, even if he didn't intentionally do it well. No, he did. The dynamic between the two is just, it's, I'll say it, it's just brilliant. I just love it. I'm affectionate toward it, but I think I can look at it (laughs) semi-objectively and say, I just think it's some of the most awesome movie scenes, truly. With just that sort of like, Ra ra ra! But against each other, when he says, puts his finger in his face, I'm only gonna tell you once: shut up. <laughs> you know, like moments like that, they may seem insignificant, but I think it's really well. And the expressions they give each other.
0: Now, there's one scene where uh, actually Jay and Silent Bob actually appear in one scene in and Amy, played by uh, Jason Muse and Kevin Smith, the director. Um, I just wanted to throw them in. It's only one scene. Yeah. If you're fans of them.
1: But you can't really say anything about Jason Mewes because he even admitted in the question and answer, "I don't know, I was really high that day, I don't remember." remember. So you can't give any.
0: Don't even remember. All he
1: is is being sort of the. He is funny. I mean, let's. I've always liked him. I like him and everything. I feel like it's semi tragic that you know he was a heroin addict and all that kind of shit, and so he doesn't. I don't think he ever reaped the the benefit of how funny really is because I think it, a lot of it was just um drug induced <laughs> I'll be very honest and I don't know that for a fact because I don't know the man but
0: no I think he got his act together I don't think you can give away. him a
1: lot of credit for the things that he said or did it was all not
0: in this movie but later on
1: yeah and clerks I mean he was I funny think he as was hell.
0: really wrecked in clerks though as well from what I got but he was funny yeah so, uh, and then one last person I wanted to really give a mention to, because I think this guy is excellent, and I've, I've never seen him in anything else, and that's uh, Dwight Ewell as Hooper X. and um, Oh
1: yeah, he's awesome.
0: He plays, it, the, the character's hilarious, it's a <laughs> black gay dude who writes comics, who puts on this front that is a tough... Like black
1: power white kind hater. of guy.
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> And it's just hilarious. How not he... a
1: white hater, but he's like black power. Well,
0: he know? has a comic called White Hating Coon. <laughs> so, yeah, he is a white hater.
1: Oh, there's so many reasons for people <laughs> to hate this movie, too. When you think about it.
0: The comic, you're right. There's a lot it's... of
1: woman stuff. There's a yeah, lot of lesbian worry. stuff. There's a lot of gay bashing. But not gay bashing. It's You can take it that way. And I'm usually miss hypersensitive to shit like that, right? But for some reason, it's done in...
0: But it's hilarious that Does he writes—he <laughs> writes this comic called white hating coon—and um, uh. that's totally not like him. But he puts on this front because if he's the gay black man, he just doesn't come off right. Right, and people just don't get him. Like so, he, it's funny when he's kind of like walking around the record store, kind of in a kind of flamboyant, campy, campy, a bit campy. and then. When one of his little funds turns up, he's kind of all...
1: Turns tough.
0: Yeah, And then he's, up.
1: like, looking at Ben When That was one of the classic <laughs> things. He looks at Ben Affleck, and he's like, just remember, little G,
0: this he's the, the devil.
1: devil. And the, <laughs> the kid looks at him, and then as the kid's going, and he, like, shakes his head at Ben Affleck, and then as he's going up the stairs, he, like, looks back at him, yeah. like, I'm watching you. I mean, that's <laughs> so good. So many subtle little moments that you can't, I mean, after seeing it what ten times I guess because I've probably seen it I've seen it a little bit on TV I think even. Well, I've seen it a
0: lot of times for sure it's
1: those things start absorbing into you I agree with you he's totally the whole panel of those people like in the question and answer all need to be given a nod
0: so um these three movies directed by Kevin Smith he he also directed these three movies he also wrote them you know when I usually say well movies did he write them all yes yes written and directed all of his movies um Apart from the one he's doing now, which is a, a couple of dicks. And
1: look, I've got my fingers crossed. Yeah. Because we didn't... I didn't hate Zach and Mary. I didn't,
0: I didn't hate it, but I didn't like it. it.
1: I didn't enjoy it.
0: I thought it was like... There was no heart to it. Like, I didn't really care about anybody. Yeah. Like, it seemed... And it seemed real, like... It was, you know... Oh, we need some money... Let's make a porno. It, it, it kind of went too quick. Like, there was no build-up. Uh, you know, like, um, character no development. Of,
1: yeah, yeah. There's no build-up of the people, enough for you to care. Even if they're sitting in their apartment with a little fire burning and they're cold. It's from it's one thing enough, to not the There's not enough of that signature, Kevin Smith, dialogue. But there again,
0: there was some funny stuff in there. But yeah, for me, it was like, completely a... Wasn't what I was expecting. It didn't feel like him. I don't know why.
1: It needed like an injection of Kevin Smith with a little more competence.
0: Yeah. Felt like a. I said it felt like a Me Too movie. I want. A, I want a Seth Rogen movie. Yeah. To me. I'll, to make. Because these are gonna. But just, to be
1: fair, he said he hired him before he became super he, popular. So he did.
0: Know. He did. We don't know the whole backstory in that, no. but it did. Yeah. So anyway, movies. Di- movies directed by Kevin Smith. Obviously, it's called the Kevin Smith Collection. So what do you think about it? What's your
1: overall impression of Chasing Amy?
0: (laughs) Oh, I think uh, we already covered that. (laughs) Anyway, let's go... I love it. Let's go through the extras of um, these movies. I just want to briefly touch on The Clerks 15th Anniversary Edition hasn't been available before, but it does feature all of the extras from the four-disc Clerks X, including the rough cut version of the movie which was kind of interesting with the alternate ending if you remember that one I don't where Dante you know oh right yeah it's, it's a quite a disturbing version yes, of Clerks yes you right yeah yeah. Um, so yeah that is included here as well, as well but what's new and exclusive to Blu-ray and you know if you already own Clerks X you might, you might be thinking why am I going to buy another version of Clerks well there is some new stuff here An introduction by Kevin Smith, which is essentially Kevin Smith for three minutes telling you why you should buy another version of Clerks because you already own it ten times. And this is the big one that fans will want to pick this up for. And it's called Oh What a Lovely Tea Party, the making of Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back. It's a 90-minute feature that's never been available anywhere. It's similar to the one we just watched on Chasing Amy, but about Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back. Hmm. So... Even though it is... Why it, is it on Clerks? Interestingly enough.
1: Is it maybe because it all kind of started there? The characters and all that? I mean, we haven't seen it.
0: I so. think so. I think so, yeah. But, um...
1: I should watch it then if I'm going to include that in the uh, review.
0: But the 15th anniversary comes with everything else that you had on the Clerks X plus those two new features. Um, then the Chase and Amy one we just watched, which we can discuss the extras on, comes with audio commentary by Moja and Kevin Smith and it's a new audio commentary recorded especially for this not the one that was on the credit I bet you'll
1: be listening to that won't you
0: yeah uh, and then there's what we just watched the Tracing Amy the Chasing Amy documentary now that's an 83 minute documentary it's a feature length about the entire story of Chasing Amy and why it was really interesting to me is there hasn't really been any talk of Chasing Amy even though it was one of the biggest successes um it's mostly everything I've heard about... You know, and even the commentary on the old disc wasn't that... It was more Jason Mewes yelling and stuff. Right. It was kind of one of those where everybody was together. But this this um, documentary covers everything from how they got the money to make the movie. Everybody in the movie talks. I think everybody, apart from Jason Mewes, is in the documentary. Right. Even Ben Affleck. All, like, now as yeah. well. I mean, it's...
1: My overall impression, the main impression I got... Number two impressions. One, that uh, Kevin and Joey had a relationship during the time. And number two, that Scott Mosier was completely stressed out. And in fact, it's like he's a whole different person now. Yeah. By appearances. We don't know the person. We don't know him. We listen to this podcast. But watching those little bits and pieces of film that they had behind the scenes of him then, he looked like a completely different type of person than now because i said seems like in 10 years he's gone to like mr zen you know he goes hiking in the mountains and he wants to find balance and he's do you know what i mean like i feel like somewhere along there he must have cracked because he was stressing himself out so bad and you just want to go back to that time and give him a shake and say dude it's just a movie yeah relax kevin smith he's your best friend i understand but your life is not all about making a successful movie with Kevin Smith. Just relax. And everything would have been fine. But he looked really stressed out. So that's what I got a lot from that
0: extra. <laughs> but, yeah, and it was a good documentary. Really in-depth. Very good. And even talks to people from Miramax. Mm-hmm. The DP. It's, it's interesting. In-depth. If you're, if you're a Kevin Smith fan, you'll get something from it for sure. There's okay. going to be some information in there that you didn't know. And there was for me. Um, and that's 83 minutes long. And then there was which is another really interesting thing was it something I said a conversation with Kevin and Joey now this takes Kevin and Joey Lauren Adams In they're actually in uh, Jay and Silent Bob's secret stash having a conversation together which is mainly one sided because like you said <laughs> Kevin's pretty hard to uh, he's
1: very demonstrative and I don't even know if he knows that he probably does but he's uh, and then I what did I say immediately after that he's just like me
0: yeah he kind of <laughs> squishes her doesn't he like she doesn't get a chance to say much you know?
1: Yeah, see, now I'm going to really try hard not to interrupt you.
0: <laughs> but um, it's interesting because, yeah, and it is interesting, the, the documentary, like you said, it explains that, you know, they did have a love relationship during the making of this movie, which ended after because movie. of something very interesting that I didn't know about that they tell you in the documentary. Um, I mean, not because of that, but that must have been instrumental part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But... The conversation with them I quite enjoyed it And when I'm watching them I'm thinking You know They were actually together And now Kevin's got a wife And a kid Yeah It's got to be a little bit Of an odd situation Hasn't it Well Like me sitting down Like me inviting my ex-girlfriend And sitting down And having a chat with her Well
1: Oh see I don't find that weird at all See I would I would find it weird To have a discussion With my ex-husband Yeah same No different You were alright with her I wasn't alright with him. Right, right. So it's different. Do you know what I mean? But he's alright with civil Joey. civil
0: people. He's civil with Joey, is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there's a conversation between them. Interesting. And then there's a ten years later question and answer with Kevin Smith and the cast. Now, this was recorded in 2005 at the Vulgathon, which is Kevin Smith's yearly Viewer Skew convention. Um, it hasn't been shown up to this date, but it's pretty good. It's a normal question and answer. Each person...
1: It wouldn't have been two thousand five
0: because that's no, not ten years. They all had T-shirts with two thousand five Volgathon written on. Hmm. So I made a note of that. <laughs> so that's when it doesn't matter if it was ten. That's when this mm. was, but that's when that was recorded. Probably, I think that this was supposed to come out oh, yeah. on the tenth year, but it never did. Like, um, so it got the twelve year instead. I bet it would have been called tenth anniversary edition if it would have. But anyway, it's a thirty-minute question and answer session. With Affleck and even the guy I like, uh, Dwight Ewell is there as well, as Super X. Well, not a Super X.
1: <laughs> as himself. Then now, there's... I'm not a fan of question and answers necessarily. They came up with a couple of funny things. Hmm.
0: Um, but like I'm just not a fan I'm of Because I'm into it. the movie, though.
1: I'm into the movie and yet i am just never been into them necessarily. I think everyone's a little bit on edge... A little bit uncomfortable. You, Joey Lauren Adams basically scratched her skin off there on the one side of her head because she just kept scratching yeah. and scratching. And you said it's a nervous tick thing. Yes. you nervous. And I'm just not a big fan of that. Now, Kevin Smith standing up and doing his two-hour-long thing where people ask him questions, I dig that totally. But when you're going back over a movie, I'm just not a big fan of it. It was fine. I mean, they came up with some interesting comments and stuff, but... It's not my favourite kind of extra.
0: And then finally on this disc, there's deleted scenes, outtakes, and the trailer. And now they were available on the DVD release, so they're not actually anything new. But they're there for completion's sake. So, And like I said earlier, yes, they're all in 1080p, high definition. You probably. It, it's not the best thing you've ever seen. Yeah, they fine. look fine for what they. You know, I think they look. No, as I mean, good.
1: it actually just looks fine.
0: What I'm saying is, I think they look as good as they possibly could. Mm-hmm. I mean, and Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back is going to look the best because, one, it's the newest, two, it's the biggest budget, you know? And Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back, unfortunately, is the standard release that has been floating around for a while now, just thrown in the box. There's nothing wow. special about this one. It comes with the bonus features, are the audio commentary, which has been available since this came out years ago. Who is it? It's a... Uh, Kevin Smith Scott Mosier and Jason Mewes Hmm. and then the other feature and this was this is basically the old Blu-ray just slapped in the box because at this point just when Blu-ray was brand new Disney called this a feature direct access to three scenes that showcase the best in high Hmm. definition picture and sound remember that? (laughs) it used to be called movie showcase you click on it and it'll go here's three scenes from the movie we think look really good and you can show off your system with
1: oh right that's the extra that's kind of dropped out, hasn't it?
0: And it also has seamless menus as an extra. So you can tell. This is just... Yeah. There's certainly. nothing been done to this one. Even though it's high definition. It's been available for a while. You won't be buying this I'd set. like
1: to have been to the meetings where they decide all this shit. It's just a weird combination and... You what,
0: know. you mean this box?
1: Yeah, because first of all, if you're getting new time fan, newcomers to the Skew universe, that's not a good... I
0: actually really like I mean, it.
1: Chasing Amy and Clerks, obviously excellent representations. Jane Silent Bob following up with you know, because now you've got the three versions. But then yeah. Mallrats is more about Jane Silent Bob than Well that
0: won't go in there because Amy. it's universal and blah blah blah. Yeah,
1: it's just like, you know.
0: I really yeah. like it also comes in a box and the box is kinda like if you look on the back, it's kinda comic it's got like a comic. What is
1: this yellow reminding me of?
0: Like something. Pulp um Kill Sin Bill? City.
1: Sin City. I think that... Yeah. Or Kill Bill.
0: No, that, like, yellow bastard.
1: Yes, yeah, that's, what, that's what it reminds
0: me of. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: the yellow guy from So Disney when you're City.
0: looking for this on the shelf on Tuesday, it's like <laughs> it's like Kevin Smith being old yellow bastard, <laughs> or whatever he's called. Yellow. Nasty. But,
1: but he's it, not.
0: But yeah, on the back it has like a... Comic.
1: I mean, I like the yellow, don't get me wrong, it's my favorite, second favorite color, after orange. However, it just was... I was like, what is that? what is that saying to me there
0: Yeah, and it has like a. oh
1: yeah the back's cool
0: yeah so yeah it is a box set all three movies Um, lots of extras I think it's and it's also like I said earlier cheaper than buying them all separate so Mm -hmm. um, you know it's a no brainer if you like all the movies
1: they should have just made the box about three movies bigger so that you could buy the rest of the I actually
0: said that to you Um, (laughs) I would like a Just slots left so you could put all the dogma and... and, So what he
1: needs to do is custom make and design.
0: Which he did. Did he? For the DVDs. Yeah, you could buy um, just a box that was all laser etched and stuff to put your DVDs in off his website for Mm -hmm. the DVDs. So maybe they will do a Blu-ray one eventually Mm -hmm. when they're all out.
1: Well, it doesn't have to be DVD or Blu-ray or anything special, just fit the tight right and just make a cool view box
0: that's what they did for DVDs it was like $30 because it was like yeah made anyway Um, so that's the Kevin Smith 3 movie collection out on Blu-ray on Tuesday thanks to Disney and Miramax um, conclusion I'm a Kevin Smith fan so the conclusion for me is I don't own any Kevin Smith movies on Blu-ray I own them all on DVD and I am slowly swapping out to Blu-ray and that starts off the collection but just
1: being a Kevin Smith fan doesn't automatically make you like for example Chasing Amy you like Chasing Amy because it's awesome yeah and you are a Kevin Smith fan and I am
0: actually a Kevin Smith fan big fan I mean like I said I've got all kinds of things but I don't own Zack and Miri I never bought it now I will buy it when it's two (laughs) dollars in a bag and bin because then we
1: will watch it again because then we will think okay it's been a couple years let's watch it again well I
0: thought to myself when it came out I'd seen it already and I was like I'm not a massive fan on it, but I would like the DVD. I want to see the extras and stuff. Um, but I thought to myself, that will be in a bargain bin at some point. I'll be able to pick it up for $5. Now, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm sure it's cheap online, right?
1: Right. Everything
0: comes around goes around. You've anyway.
1: seen the movie. You haven't seen it cheap on DVD. So no. that's an interesting thing that Kevin Smith has created this fan base of people who want police. You're not a person who sits there and criticizes necessarily the stuff you don't like. Like you said, didn't like it; it wasn't really my thing. But you don't say like he sucks now because or he's he's crap now and he'll no no I'd you're just with... you're always like this. Come on, make something else. Make something else. Yeah, yeah. Please make another movie. Please do another evening with Kevin Smith. Please, please, please.
0: I'll buy it if you make it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <you laughs> <will. laughs> uh, yeah. And, and um, let's move on to uh, movie recommendations. Um, now I wanted to recommend uh two movies. One because Kevin Smith's in it and Ben Affleck's woman. And that's Catch and Release. It's not the best movie, but I really like Kevin Smith's performance in it to be and honest. And you liked
1: it? I mean.
0: Yeah, it's not I know, but you what's I don't her think name? You, Electra. Jennifer Garner. Right. Ben Affleck's woman. That's what I was getting. <laughs> um it's not the best movie, what I was saying is, but I like Kevin Smith's performance even though you could say it's just him
1: <laughs> you feel like it kind yeah. of yeah
0: but I, if you like Kevin Smith there's a movie that's not a Kevin Smith movie with him in it kind of playing himself um, and the other one I always recommend is, is a Kevin Smith movie and that's Jersey Girl because I feel that it has the most in common with Chasing Amy which we just discussed if you like Chasing Amy I think you would get and an I name. feel
1: like it gets the most knocks for all the wrong reasons even from Kevin Smith and Scott yeah. Mosier that they don't even know yeah. because of their experience making it that on our end
0: it was fun and fun and emotional and lovely
1: little story it's got a lot of nice little moments that come out only because it's a Kevin Smith movie and I mean ben he has Affleck, to take credit yeah yeah totally and the little girl and George lives. Carlin I mean come on
0: and the little girl Though so, yeah um, but what wait, to um and, uh, J-Lo and no Liv comment. Tyler.
1: No comment. Liv Tyler, yes. Um, Lo, no comment.
0: I wanted to also put another slash there and say any Evening with Kevin Smith video. She's
1: not Lo. They broke up. <laughs> yeah. She's Jennifer Lopez.
0: Any uh, Evening with Kevin Smith video. Now, I own all three of them. And what, what an Evening with Kevin Smith is, is it's like a question and answer session. Um, there are th- there's three versions of it, three volumes. They're all four hours long. So, it's a lot of watching. It's
1: a big commitment.
0: <laughs> but they're really fun and they're quite cheap to buy online. You can get them for about $10. And
1: I never want it to be over. No. When when we're watching it, I don't. He tells these big, wonderful stories and who knows how much of it's bullshit and how much of it is him as the storyteller. I'm sure there's a grain of truth in all of them. But I never. When he when it feels like it's winding down, I'm always like, no, no, no,
0: no. And the no, funny no. thing, there hasn't. I usually, in November time ish, yeah. a new one comes out and I'll buy it and we'll, we'll sit and watch it. But there hasn't been one this year. I
1: think year. he's had the hard. Year, I think it'll be I like, like I know him. Like he lives down the street, and I hear. But we listen to this modcast, and you hear what a hard knock it was about Zach and Mary. You hear him on a day, his daily kind of existence, where a lot of times he's just hanging out and eating ice cream or whatever he's doing, and then working on this new movie. And all, it doesn't sound like he's had a big, you know, big boost of confidence in the last year. I was just year. about
0: to say. You can tell we love Kevin Smith and Kevin Smith movies because we've talked for an hour and four minutes and we're not even (laughs) to the end of the movie. But anyway, your recommendations are...
1: My recommendations are associated with the View Askew universe because Vulgar is a movie starring the guy who played Dante from Clerks. Brian Brian
0: Halloran. Yes, Yes, correct. And it's
1: disturbing and weird. It's really good. Interesting movie, yeah. It's interesting. It's a little bit curdled. I think is the way I think it's yes, so like
0: f up I would say yeah
1: yeah so it's don't have, don't watch it when you've even got teenagers or kids around no it's Just not a comedy a, no 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 no, no. It's, un, it's unsettling and but it's good it's a good independent we're not I'm not gonna claim that it's some kind of big Hollywood
0: film. no it's so, a view of Scoop film, yeah. isn't
1: it and then the other one is Now You Know which <laughs> is written and directed by Randall from Clerks, so that's the clerk. The original Buiskew universe kind of started with Clerks. Dante and Randall. Randall's the snarky video store guy from next door. He wrote and directed a movie called Now You Know, and it's really good.
0: And Now You Know has a cameo from Kevin Smith. Very small, but
1: very small. Um, but the main guy was the guy from Six Foot Under. Was it? Was he with the curly hair?
0: I don't even remember. Oh yes, you know I know what I'm do remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And it was just... It was really good. It was a, another relationship movie. But in a good... You know, is the, it the
0: one where they go robbing houses or something?
1: In a, no. They rearrange the furniture Rearrang- and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's they, funny,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's really funny. It
1: is really good. Yeah, And it's about a relationship that like ended it, and nobody... they Neither one gets... He doesn't understand it's why. It's a
0: movie that when you're watching it, you're like... You can't second guess it. You're, nope. l- you're like, what the hell is happening now? It's like...
1: Yeah, you have no idea where it's going. No. It's just... Every scene is it's fun and it's funny and it's like
0: we actually have a review of it on the site oh good now you know yeah now you know
1: we'll put a link to that somewhere
0: yeah (laughs) so um keeping on the theme of comedy next week's uh, review will be funny people on blu-ray comedy um yeah keeping on the comedy theme um and if you want to enter a contest to win a DVD uh, go to com and you can win one a funny people DVD funnily enough (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, games and a scully stuff this week, seeing as we're, like, moving on for an hour and ten minutes. Um, And there's not many games and things to mention this week, apart from one big game, um, which would be Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, which I have played since I got my limited edition Xbox on Tuesday.
1: I think that's enough.
0: So, I I bought the limited edition (laughs) Xbox 360 on Tuesday. (laughs) Um, And the limited edition Xbox 360 comes with Call of Duty and a customised... Xbox, which is really cool. Um, My third Xbox in a row. Correct. Or more. It's more than three. But third one I've bought and not returned because it was broken. Correct. So, um...
1: You're not trying to imply that you've been stealing them. You've purchased three, and And in the process... I've owned about 12. You've owned the because. When they break down, you ship it off and they send you another one. Yeah. And then they send you another one. Then they send you another one. And in that process, you've gone through 12. Yeah.
0: Ish. It's not good. (laughs) But anyway, I bought a new one. Oh,
1: but you spent another few hundred dollars. I'm on thinking,
0: them. I'm thinking the new one. That
1: is product loyalty, my friend.
0: The new one that I just bought is—they've uh, fixed all those issues, and it's a brand new internals. So I'm assuming this one will last for a while. If I'm they could right. see the
1: look on my face, it's quite like okay, whatever.
0: But anyway, it's a—it's <laughs> um. You Mod- love the game. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. It's the new Call of Duty. Um, Infinity Ward. It's got a story that's controversial, it's been on the news a bit. It's not been as controversial as I thought it would be, and I'm glad that they didn't get slammed with it. There's a terrorist portion of the game, let's just say, where you are a terrorist in the single player.
1: Not a Middle Eastern terrorist, not an Irish a terrorist. A Russian
0: terrorist, who, and you commit... Heinous r- crimes. N- not just heinous crimes, just a horrible act. You, com- you do it in first person. It's quite weird. Um, so yeah don't let your kids play it is what I was going to say um, multiplayer is absolutely amazing I've I've played it every single night this week like in fact now I'm thinking about I want to play it do you, yeah. know, do you get what I mean it's got that bug in you like, it puts that bug in you where you just want to switch it on and have a couple of games
1: yes I totally know what you mean
0: you know from you playing like the sims or yep. whatever yeah you just think about it when you're not doing it so that tells me it's a good game um And then it's got like this uh, co-op mode where you can take one of your friends and play through these scenarios. Um, They're not story and they're not multiplayer. They're these separate little scenarios that you can go through with one other player. And those are cool too. It's called Special Operations. And I went through them with one of my friends online. It works fine online. Um, It's just a great game. It's 60 bucks and I think you'll be playing it this time next year. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like the game that you might go back to all the time. Um, so yeah Modern Warfare 2 I mean there's been so much said about it this week it's got 10 out of 10 everywhere it's pretty much the game of the year it's well you saw the sales were insane it was like it's all
1: is it really the game of the year is it just everything that's the hottest moment you, no, this is the you game all always say that this is though.
0: the game of the year critically and sales it sold 1.2 million copies in the UK alone which is like the smallest place <laughs> um, in it's first 24 hours so I think there was I think there were up to seven million copies sold, and that was only like yesterday. Um, that's a bigger money take than any movie ever in a, in a in a weekend. You know what I mean? It's it's huge. Um, yeah, because it's sixty dollars per.
1: Come on, it doesn't take that many to add up to that.
0: Well, it takes a few. If it was
1: three dollars per game, then I'd be like, "Woo, you're selling some games."
0: Um, so yeah, <laughs> that's the new game this week. Uh, I I can't recommend it highly enough. Uh, purchase. And I'm playing it on the 360. Um, the other one that I've been playing this week, <clears throat> or playing just a little bit, it came out today, is um, New Super Mario Brothers Wii. Now, you see this yesterday. What did you think of this game?
1: It looked hard, but looks good. It's. I'm not a Mario player. I've never played video games necessarily, so when I see you having to shoot out the tongue of the little dude you're riding on to hit the thing and then spit something back out and jump up and hit a thing and then grab something else and then jump and fly up. It all seems really like, ah, my brain. I'm sure you just get used to it because I haven't done it for 30 years like you have. So to me it looks like, whoa, how do you remember all that shit? (laughs) (laughs) I'm mean, i not a stupid person. I'm saying when I see something, to me, it looks complicated.
0: Let me just say, it's, it's Super Mario Brothers, old school, 2D side scrolling but kind of given a
1: everything has three dimensionality everything is a 3D object it it's is it's just that it's layered so you have it's like a view finder where you've got like some stuff in the foreground that's 3D and then another layer of stuff right behind that and then another layer so, yeah, looks, so
0: they've not like messed with the formula of the no, game because no, it just plays the same
1: to the right all the time
0: to the right jump Jump up on things, jump on things' heads. It's the same.
1: Yoshi's in there, as you said, and a blue Yoshi, which you were surprised at. I have no idea what
0: that means, but I mean, he's he's like blue. an ice Yoshi instead of a fire one, or something. Nice, but they, but it's um, and it has the boss battles, and it's, and you
1: can eat fire and spit it out. Yeah, you were, you were surprised at that.
0: And you can play four players on the same Wii in the same room, um, all on the screen at the same time. That's a brand new addition to the series. To me, that looks a bit spazzy. I don't think I'd want to. I do agree it because. When I'm playing Mario, I'm very focused. I know what I've got to do. I don't want somebody else picking me up or smashing into me or making me miss a jump. Or...
1: So you're confirming it's not always. It, there's a lot of shit to think about while you're doing.
0: It's quite difficult. Platform, you know, they require a lot of dexterity, and you've got to know exactly where to jump. And so, yeah, I think with four, three other people, like confusing, it'd be confusing. Like they, plus every
1: time somebody dies as we saw it it flickers it does that weird
0: yeah to give them like so they're invincible for a few seconds it's kind of weird so yeah it's New Super Mario Brothers Wii that's a long title and that's out today on the Wii you can get that today next week's games will be I think when I said this week that this would be the final wave of games for um, this year until January well next year there's uh, next week there's Assassin's Creed 2 it's out on Tuesday which is another big game and Left for Dead 2, two sequels. This year of sequels, Modern Warfare 2, Left for Dead 2, Assassin's Creed 2. Does that mean next year it'll all be three? Or will we have some new stuff?
1: There's been some new stuff this year. Too.
0: Next year it'll be DJ Hero 2.
1: <laughs> Guitar two. Hero 75. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so that's games and uh, everything for this week. And you have?
1: For supper, we're having curry.
0: We are, we're having curry at 3, 4am <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, something like Well,
1: that. you're going to delay things by going on the treadmill, and then I'll have to wait, and then... Uh, then it won't be I'll...
0: ready yet.
1: It's ready, I'll just oh, well, maybe, di-
0: maybe I'll ditch the treadmill and go on, <gasps> it, go on it after I've ate my curry. Uh,
1: as much as I don't want to wait, I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> All right. I'll f- occupy myself. But uh, that, and I've just been drawing a little bit more, I'm finding I'm still stuck in my weird plant mode. I asked you to tell me what you thought of that one I did that's laying right there, and you said mm, it looks like something you drew. <laughs> I, don't know. I have no idea if that's a comment of positivity or negative.
0: Yes, yeah. it's a comment uh, positive.
1: Yeah, it's a comment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a comment. So if, that's it. I've just been drawing more, and I put them on my website,
0: and you which is
1: siddog.com. Talk.
0: Um, you put those mini reviews up on YouTube, and they were out. Yeah. Sync. No, we don't know what that is. You, well, you, you
1: looked it up, My, my new um, webcam.
0: I think we're recording to the wrong hard drive. It says it says they say don't have anything running when you record, right? Okay. Which I assume is right because you don't want other stuff and record to your hard drive that your operating system is not in. Now
1: that I've, your operating system not in? is not on. Not everybody has
0: two hard drives. Well, that's so what they say. Record to a different partition if you've got out of sync issues. Or not a different partition, a different drive, they say. Like a USB drive or a.
1: Interesting. But they are out of sync, and I didn't redo them because I thought, screw it, I'm just talking and it's my face yeah, it the camera. Yeah, you'll be fine.
0: So it doesn't matter. I, I, I watched it. them, and uh, yes, they were out of sync, but it didn't. I didn't lose the gist. Like, Did you
1: listen to what I said? Yeah.
0: <laughs> or were you just looking at it? I know, face? I was watching it, and then I was like, wow, this is really out of sync. Because <laughs> it, it isn't just, at the beginning, it At the end, it gets worse, and I was like, uh, yeah, I go. You know, it's not like you would have to do it again. Right. One, there's
1: four of them now, I think. So the last two were up, and the last what did we do last week. Oh my God, orphan.
0: Yeah, that one. And I'll do
1: another one for Kevin Smith. Stuff. And we'll
0: hopefully fix the out of sync issue.
1: Yeah. Uh, if not, it is just me talking.
0: Yeah, but I, I mean, that shouldn't happen. We, I can always
1: use my other camera, but I like my webcam.
0: Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. Plus, you can phone people up and look at them. Correct. It's actually funny because me and my friend would we if we call each other on Skype we the camera fires up automatically so we always end up looking at each other anyways. I want to call
1: somebody and look at them.
0: You have to find somebody you know. we can't do
1: it with each other because we get the no 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 no, no, the sound goes back. You can
0: take your webcam and plug it in your laptop and call me.
1: My laptop can't do shit anymore man. Seriously. It's on its it's the kitchen laptop now. If I need to look up a recipe, or I need to talk to my mother on instant messenger because she's having a problem with her computer, or I need to check Facebook. Oh, that's it. It can't, it can't handle anything else.
0: So, are we, um, is that the, is that? That's it. Alright, so thank you for listening to the show. Um, thank you. Sorry for taking an hour and 16 minutes. 16? 16. 116. Sorry for taking 116 minutes out of your life. Is that 116? That's not bad. No, it's one hour and 17 minutes. There we go.
1: Oh, we've done a lot longer than those.
0: Yeah, and we did cover three movies there, essentially, so...
1: Yeah.
0: So, yeah, look for the written review on Thursday, and you will cover each movie. Yes. is what I'm saying. Um, and I want to say, remind you... I want to remind... i rewind there. I want to remind you about the websites. Take sidtar.com. Catch us on Twitter, Facebook, Xbox Live... On your YouTube mini reviews, out of sync editions.
1: <laughs> Correct. Can and also just catch. look up Sid Talks? Maybe you should just yeah.
0: have them out of sync because it's like cool. It's, it's kind like of fun. nobody else does that. Um, you can also get this podcast on the Zoom Marketplace, the iTunes Music Store, or go to com. click on podcast, and sub- all your subscription needs will be met. You mm-hmm. can email feedback to ascoli, com. Don't email Sid Talk. Because she will open a kind of whoop ass on you if you do. (laughs) Oh my god. And um, I just want to say uh, stay classy, Kevin Smith, because, and keep doing what, well, don't keep, keep doing what you did.
1: Keep doing what you like.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) He needs to grow as a person and yet hang on to those things that make it so good. All those things we like.
0: Definitely. Have some
1: confidence. We know you're a fat guy and you're a fat kid. Get over it, man. Get on with your life. We
0: don't care about We We don't care.
1: And mine will be, uh, you know, think for yourself, everybody. Because if you don't think for yourself, somebody else will very likely do it for you.